Yo guys, welcome to the Winner Winner Podcast. This is your host Robin, and this week we have two guests again, same guests we had a couple weeks ago. Hey! Hello! Benny from Australia. Hey! And then we've got Daniel from Sweden. Yeah, hello, hello. We need more Europeans. I'm trying to represent here. We've got a great podcast today. It's interesting because today, well first let me explain why we don't have Arjuna. He does not feel well. I want, like, just play the rewind tape sound right now because I need to tell you guys a story. Can <laughs> you flashback? Being, like, literally, literally yesterday was the last day, the worst day of his life, he said. And so the night before yesterday, I was PUBGing and I walked through the upstairs hallway and, and he's kind of, like, zombieing around. And I'm like, hey, man, like, what's up? He's, oh, man, I'm not feeling good. I'm just going to go lay down. And he was asking me to be kind of quiet because I was gaming. And um, the next morning, uh, he asked if I can take him to his doctor's appointment. And I wasn't really sure what condition he was in, but he calls me a little bit before we have to go to his appointment from his room. And he's just a ghost (laughs) of his usual self. Just like, hey, are you ready to go? And I was like, yeah. And he doesn't say anything else. And he waits a few seconds and he just leaves the phone. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, shit, dude. So I go, like, wait for him in the hallway. And he's, like, dry heaving in his room for, like, four minutes before he kind of gets what? it together. Why are you timing how long he's dry heaving for? It took a while. It was, I felt so bad for him, man. It was, like, the most miserable I've seen anyone. And he shuffles out of his room with a big pot <laughs> that he's, like, using to vomit into. And oh, God. we like get down to his car and, and he's, he's asking me to drive really slow. Have you guys ever had vertigo? Yeah. Uh, no, I never heard about it. Yeah, I've had it. How was that? Uh, not great. <laughs> Put it that way. It's terrible. Yeah. I didn't, it's horrific. I didn't realize how seriously yeah. shitty vertigo was. Um, he's miserable. We take him to his doctor and they're like, he needs fluids because he can't, he was dehydrated yeah. at this point. He couldn't keep any, any fluids down. And so we had to take him to the acute care where we thought he'd be able to get IV fluids. And they're like, no, we don't do that. And they kind of give us this questionable advice to go to the hospital, to go to the ER. We could have gone to a different acute care. So we ended up going to the ER. Meanwhile, like I was planning on taking an hour off of work. And this is like two hours in now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the hospital. Just carrying this sick, sick 90-year-old man around to different (laughs) ERs. Oh, my God. So, um, anyway, we get there. We get him into the ER. He starts to feel a little bit better there. And, anyway, he he wasn't able to do the show tonight because he's still kind of recovering (laughs) from that. But he is feeling a little better. Robin left him at the hospital because he he couldn't be bothered waiting so long. So (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard from him since, but... (laughs) yeah. I, you know, they'll take care of them. No news is good news. So thanks a lot for filling in, guys. No problem. We hope Arjuna gets well. Yeah. And uh, so here we go. Today we're going to talk about, basically, think about last week's show, except one week later. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what the show is. Without Arjuna. There's been a lot of talk about the event pass. We want to revisit that. There's some different opinions here mm. uh, amongst the three of us about it. Is there ever? Uh, yes. And then we're going to cover a little bit more detail on the QBZ since we have some stats on it now and we didn't have before. We're going to do as our main topic talking about teamwork and morale and kind of have those two play together. Whoop, whoop. So so let's just jump in. 
Um, I just wanted to mention, usually at this point, we would do a Patreon question of the week, and we haven't had any submitted lately. So if you guys out there, listeners, are already Patreon supporters, you can just leave a question and show feedback, and we'll find it. If you add the hashtag P... Let's see, P-O-Q-W. Shut up, P-O-Q-W. Um, no comment. Letters are hard. Then it's easy for us to just kind of see them all at once if we yeah. do a filter or a search. And so you don't have to do that. You can just put it in there and hopefully we can identify you as a, a podcast contributor because we keep track of those. Yes. And um, then we can do that. Yes. You guys get you know special privileges to be able to ask a question on the show. And we usually spend like five to 10 minutes on those Patreon yeah. questions. So mm. bring them on. I'm encouraging you people. Use your power. And you can ask yes. anything unrelated to PUBG. Just yeah. ask anything. Yeah, I think, yeah sure. I think sure, at sure. one point <laughs> I asked too many questions or Duna was just saying, oh, I put that in the loop. <laughs> and then it's just, yeah. oh, trash bag, we had trash a, bag. <laughs> we had a bin for those. It was called the recycling bin <laughs> Oof. after a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we don't well. <laughs> My fee for this episode um, just went from zero to $10. <laughs> we almost had Daniel do one for this episode. But, almost, yeah. Um, we but don't have room. No. <laughs> Sorry. Abuse of power right there. Do next week. Let's just get into a quick current event, uh, not directly PUBG related, but do you want to tell us what's going on there, Daniel? Yes, there is a Battle Royale game coming out soon. I, I'm not exactly sure when they are planning for it, but they are developing it now. They presented mm-hmm. it at E3 also, and it's called Mavericks Game. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to be uh, 1,000 players Battle Royale. They are sounding pretty ambitious. I mean, yeah. I was reading a bit about it earlier, and they they are saying that you every player will leave foot tracks. And I mean, wow. <laughs> imagine a thousand people, <laughs> and you have yeah. to re- registrate all their footsteps. And Oof. I mean, we are complaining about uh, performance in PUBG, so. And PUBG doesn't even track footsteps, no. so... so <laughs> well, I mean, yet. the anyway. trailer and the gameplay seems really, really, really nice. So I hope they pull it off, but mm, I'm, yeah. I'm also a bit I scared. I didn't see gameplay. I guess I saw like a 10-second kind of a zoom through some trees. The foliage and flowers looked really good. It looked yeah. much more lush as a, an environment. Yeah. Um, full of plants. Yeah. It's not... So like PUBG, we have basically... This this terrain level, which is smooth, and it has a texture painted on it. And then there's some grass that's just like flat textures that are vertical, right? That looks mm. like grass, more or less. And then you have these trees that are mostly cylinders sticking up out okay. of it. Okay. And that game it had a lot more form. Like the plants had some form to them. Maybe my graphic settings are just They seem low very see low. If you're calling trees cylinders <laughs> that stick out of the ground, you probably need to up your settings a bit. Yeah, but we're all about the competitive part of gaming, so we don't really need to see how the trees are looking. Well, I actually play PUBG for the views, so joke's on you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to Stahlberg, sit yeah. there for a 10 Just look minutes. out until sunset. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this game's going to yeah. go. The tick rate especially is going to be weak. Weak, weak, weak. For a thousand mm-hmm. people, yeah. good luck running that. Yeah, so I want to hear more about it. Hopefully we learn more. Yeah, We didn't do a ton of research for this little announcement on it, but um, as we learn more about it, we'll probably talk about it. 
as we talk about more battle royale games coming out um all right you guys want to talk about the event pass oh yeah i have a okay. s- sad story to tell about the event pass <laughs> really <laughs> yeah bring it on i was ranting so hard about the event pass when they dropped them i thought it was so bad you like like pay money to get cosmetics blah 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 challenge blah blah i will never do this this is so bad and then one day I was feeling very sad. My wife wasn't home. Uh, so I bought the event pass. And I love it! I love it! Uh, <laughs> I love the, the event target pass. audience. That's the target audience! Yeah, I mean, right. I mean. So what have you gotten? So, yeah. how much have you played, do you think, since you got it? Uh, I mean, I'm at level 8, I think. I don't know for how long mm-hmm. I played. Uh, Out of what, 30? Yeah. Is it 400 XP? Each level, like you have to get yeah, 400 yeah, to get to the next yeah. one. Okay. So far it is, and I think it is all of the way. And what what was bothering me and still is bothering me is that yeah, they are saying that you can level up without paying for it, the event pass. And yeah, there is some quest you can do without having mm-hmm. the event pass, but a lot of the quests that actually matter to give you experience, you need to have the uh, event pass to do. Mm. And that is really bad, mm. I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, I see. Okay. That is really bad, because, I mean... Uh, I've been wondering about that, honestly, because I, I wasn't actually sure if I could complete the challenges without it. I just wouldn't get rewards for as long or how it worked. So, But some of them you need to have premium yeah. event pass. Yeah, okay. a, lo- a lot of them. I mean, the daily okay. the dailies is free. Uh, and there is mm-hmm. some few in the missions that are uh, free also. But, I mean, okay. basically you have to play a lot. and have. So uh, what's your favorite item that you've been rewarded with so far? I like both the prison sets. I haven't got the, the uh, them yet, but I like both of them. <laughs> You, you don't like selling. the prison sets? You are not selling it, Daniel. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you haven't gotten them yet. Yeah. Like, I was hoping at level 8, you know, that, like, you would have... Oh, oh, yeah. That's a lot of levels. Yeah, so, like, I got the orange like, pants. Like, is there anything you've already... You have the orange pants, and okay. And I have the striped sweater, and I got a jacket, and... Oh, I mean, I, I need to start PUBG to... to right, to look okay. at this. them. Yeah. We'll come back to that. So, Don... Yeah. <laughs> Benny, have you have you purchased it? Oh, all right. <laughs> when I I was I was working pretty intensively in the week, and when I got on, and I saw that there was, and I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say Fortnite. It was basically it. I felt like someone had Beep. photoshopped a, a Fortnite thing into PUBG. I was so upset. I don't. <laughs> I do not appreciate it at all. It's upsetting. It's. Well, I understand if they did stuff like missions, and it was just like if you try accomplish this and just make them really hard, make them like crazy tough, and people have to go out and try do it, and you see them in game, and you're like, they're trying to do it. That'd be impressive. But mm-hmm. I don't like the whole pay mm-hmm. to get the more XP and do all that crap. That's it. Just feels unnecessary. A lot of the missions in is in themselves is really fun. I think I, I like the idea of having missions that you can. Mm-hmm. Doing in game, I really don't like. But it doesn't bother me if they have you have to pay for it. I mean, it's cosmetic things. You don't gain anything worthy mm-hmm. from it. So I mean, if people want to spend ten bucks on it and help support the game, you can even talk about yeah. Uh, please come with the cash now, Blue Hole. I'm supporting <laughs> you. No, 
<laughs> yeah. No, but but I mean, I I mean, it's it's cosmetics. If people want to pay money for it, then do it. Fine. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Can... Um. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, we should just have a Steam achievement of the week on the show yeah. to give people something to do because that's free. It gives you something that your friends could look at. I don't know what the value of it is, to be honest. It's just fun to have some kind of little goals to work toward in a game to make it interesting. And sometimes it makes you do things you wouldn't normally do. I like that. I still don't like the idea of having to pay for it. I almost caved because a couple of the people I was playing with recently, um, Daniel included, no. bought Peer it. Pressure. And you guys were giving positive reviews. No. No? Yep. Uh-huh. And I, I, and then Benny jumped on, and, and he's like, "No!" And I was like, "Okay, thanks, yeah. thanks yeah. for talking no. me down." For yeah. that. it's yeah. unnecessary. No, this is what happens. It's, it, it's a as, avalanche effect. <laughs> Daniel comes on, and he's like, "Yeah, everyone, it's great. Get it, support PUBG." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> everyone's got it, and no one needs to have it. No, I mean, I mean, I'm such a sucker for these type of things anyway mm-hmm. in games. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm achievements i love missions i love set goals and i can see the progress working towards it <laughs> yeah uh, mm-hmm. so, uh but yeah to be honest i don't like to have to pay 10 bucks for it but i mean i was thinking about what Arjuna said last week do we rather want to pay for the dlcs like do we have to pay for to get sunhook we have to pay to get new guns or do we rather have the event pass supporting that and you can right. choose to pay for them or not. Because yeah. people obviously buys a lot of event pass. And that will probably support us getting more free I wonder, content. I, I would love to see the stats on how many people buy this. Out of out of how many active players there are. Mm. Um, in a way, I hope people are buying it. So that PUBG can Sustain, support. But I don't want know, to. Making, adding <laughs> more to the game. But honestly, I don't know if they need it. If I don't think that there's a direct relationship between the amount of money they pour into development and the amount of revenue they have. Um, there's a there's a level of diminishing returns. Yeah. You can't always. just like, oh, we got an extra fifty thousand dollars. That means we can hire a new developer. There's mm. there's that's going into you know the the CEO's pockets. That's going into other oh, yeah. ventures that the company's doing. Corporate scams. Um, it's going a lot of different places. You know and. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think if we see a lot of like a big surge in development in the next month, then it might be like, huh, maybe something good came out of it. Yeah. But until then, it's like to me, it's just a money grab. I just, yeah, but I, I still think even if we don't see a lot of more development, but I mean, if we still get maps for free, like the winter map for mm. free and other stuff, I mean, that is basically a, how to say it? Uh, yeah. A free I mean, I'll just yeah. take this opportunity to echo what we're seeing on the comments online in the community, which is basically, you know, optimize the game, get rid of cheaters. And then we can kind of talk about paying more for a game that we bought already. Yeah. I I, I think it'd be nice if it was like you, like the achievements, if they put achievements in the game or they use a steam achievements, I don't care. But if they had it, like you can pay and you can get more XP for it, or you can do it anyway. And you get no XP, but you get the achievement. Does that make sense? So it's like you pay to get the XP mm. to get the cosmetics, but you can still get the achievement of doing that mission normally rather than it being unlocking mm. via money mm. um, yeah. to get the, the missions mm. anyway. But yeah. yeah. I will mm-hmm. say that I like the event pass more than the crates. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, it's like, more consistent. Buy a key for $3 and maybe you have luck to get something that you don't already have. 
your 12th yeah. pair of so, cargo I, I do pants. like that too Classic. yeah but i mean the the credits is so shitty so i mean it's it's hard not I doing agree. anything it's... better than that <laughs> I like kind of look forward to opening crates, but I'm pretty much always disappointed. Yeah. Well, maybe I get <laughs> so. something new this time. Oh no! Great tank top. Like again. I have, I have BP just lying around right now. I haven't spent it in like over a month oh, because man. I just, I don't. It's like the reward, the kind of dopamine rush that you would usually get from some kind of behavior that makes you do it again. I have not gotten from crates. No. Yeah. It's not it's at not all. Not like addictive behavior. Yeah, no, it's not. No. Not no, worth it at no. all. No. You guys, yep, PUBG Corp, work on it. You got to hack my gambling brain. <laughs> get your crates, man. Or give me more money uh, and I will get it, Robin, to buy the event pass. I promise you. It feels like <laughs> like such a, what's the word, austere kind of game in the, in the sense that it doesn't provide a lot. It's just bare bones. You're in Soviet Russia most of the time. And there's you don't you, you have these just normal hand-me-down clothes. And that's the best thing you can hope for from a crate. Unless you're, you get the pilot stuff, the aviator stuff, or the Desperado stuff. But I've never gotten any of that. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about this? No, I, I stopped caring about cosmetics a long time ago. One of us has got it, or no, Daniel has, and then me, Arjuna, and Benny all have nah. have resisted yeah. the uh, urge. I don't know. So. The only thing I like in cosmetics anymore is uh, gun skins. The rest doesn't interest me. I don't care about yep, clothes. Same. I haven't changed my same. outfit in six months plus. Um, I stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, we play first person, yeah. right? So, like, uh, that's all we see. Unless you got some real nice mm-hmm. sleeves going anyway. on. Other than that, you're never going to see yeah. it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you don't wear clothes for your sake. You wear them for other people. Oh, okay. You. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress anyone else. So, I'm trying to impress myself. Yeah. Daniel Hadi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For your emotes after you kill people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crucial. Absolutely crucial. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think, you know, if if you're out there and you're hearing this and you are enjoying the event pass, more power to you. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. Um, you know, do you I am. And raining hard on that. I parade. think it looks like they've they've been listening to the community and trying to kind of throw a dog a bone and, yeah. and give people more XP and stuff like that. I don't know if that's gonna be enough to make people excited about this, but they're listening a little. Yeah, I still think you need to play quite a, a lot to reach level thirty and do all the missions. So it's it's nothing you you don't buy it if you just play like two days a week, two hours. There you go. Time, if I was so, yeah. playing five or six hours a day, <laughs> I would probably buy it. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. It's like ten bucks. Be inefficient. You to get your value back pretty fast. Yeah. If you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I play. I'd say like maybe six hours a week right now. Yeah. yeah. So it just isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go talk about the QBZ. We just got the stats on it. Yep, yep. So, Benny, pour it out, man. I saw this this gun accidentally in the game. Again, I hopped on the PUBG patch, didn't even look at the patch notes, played a game, and then it was laying there, and I thought it was an org because it looked so similar. And then <laughs> I was like, what is this? Another 5.56 AR. It's crazy how many they've put in the game now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty good. Uh, it's a bit jumpy, I've noticed. It kicks back a bit. It's like, in my head, it's like the AK of 5.56 guns, you know? Like, it's probably, it's like, it's up there with the Scar. Like, it's, 
So you think it's you think it's bouncier than the others? Yeah, maybe not the scar, mm. but definitely in the your experience. others. I reckon it's bouncier. Definitely the M4 ah. and the M16 and stuff. I think it's bouncier. Man, wacky Jackie, we need you. <laughs> yeah, where are you <laughs> on this? Because everyone has had this. The subjective reports I've heard from people are are pretty widely varied. Um, the first experiences I had it with it, granted, those were on the test server. Were that it was steadier yeah. than the other ARs yeah, by same. all steadier than all of them, and that included the M4, which I even did a test with, and I just shot a line up a wall for both of them, and it it was a little bit less recoil than the M416. That was my take, but you're not the first person I've heard say that it's a little bit bouncier um, than the others. No. In your, I mean, it might just be that I haven't learned the recoil pattern yet, and that I'm not accounting yeah. correctly. But I don't know. I just I just seem a bit more wild with it. I think a bit more out of control. Mm-hmm. Do we have any stats on it right now that we can talk about? Yeah, it's That's, got. I don't think we have the recoil stats. We yet, don't have but... recoil stats. Oh, I mean, we might. I don't know. I haven't seen. It's only. Um, I'll look them up. But Sandhawk, what are the other ones? Oddly enough, um, mm. it is base damage is forty three, which is consistent with the M four and the Scar and the Orb. Wow, my god! Pretty much every AR. M16, Org, M4, Sky, QBZ, all every have 43 base damage. Well, except the M249, which is slightly higher, but yeah. Uh, the fire rate is mm-hmm. between an M4 and a Scar, so it's pretty consistent, about 0.004. You're not going to notice 0.004, probably between <laughs> 0.004 of a second between the two of them, but it is just, it's so in the middle between these guns, it's crazy. Mm. It's actually like... Yeah. perfectly in between mm. them in all things it's in which things in the damage per second the fire rate and i don't know what time to kill okay. is but i guess it's shots directly to the chest 0.26 is the m4 0.28 is the qbz and 0.29 is the scar okay. which seems weird because i thought the scar would be pumping more i thought that, so too but clearly but not i think that the scar it has that edge with the body yeah power. and the m4 yeah. doesn't right yeah, that's right. Yeah. The body impact power for the M4 is 3,500, and for the SCAR, it's 9,000. Yeah. QBZ has 9,000 Is that as the well. same? So, okay, so it's actually very akin to the SCAR. Yeah, slightly yeah. better, but not on the other maps. Slightly better so. fire rate. Is yeah. it SCAR? SCAR isn't okay. on Sandhawk, is it? So No, it's not. Nope, nope. They replaced it with this, yeah. which yeah. I forgot about till now when I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think... Q- QBC is such a laser single tapping. Uh, mm. That's my experience. Because I would say that the QBC is really, really strong single tapping without grips, even. But with a like lightweight grip okay. on, it's really, really, really I good. I don't know the bullet mm. speed. Spraying. Of the other I don't know. Two. I don't know about spraying. I haven't felt anything like oh, this is overpowered while spraying. I think it's yeah maybe the same or a slightly better. I hear a lot of streamers talking about the QBC being. Uh, like the old M4, uh, I've heard a lot mm-hmm. about QBC, yeah. but I, I don't feel it in the same way. Maybe I'm too bad at spraying, but sing- single tapping definitely, yeah, it's really strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think no, okay. it's bullets. I don't, what's it, what's an M4 bullet speed? It says it's 880. Yeah, so it's a so that's bad, slightly faster. Yeah, so it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. With a M4. So yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's so similar. It just it seems redundant. I know they're replacing the scar with it in the Sandhawk, but 
it's so similar that I don't understand why they would. I mean, obviously, it's a new weapon. It brings something new, exciting to the game. But yeah. it doesn't seem very, very yeah. different. To me, there's just a, the sexy factor again. Oh, I yeah. love the whole puck design. That's it. It's, it is. It's great. It is nice. It's, it's refreshing. Yep. I'll admit. It's sexy. It's new. So now you care about how suck. stuff looks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Ah, it's guns. It's guns. So it's completely stuff different. Stuff I can pick up without paying for. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say, You don't go to pick up the QBZ in game, Daniel. It's like nine ninety nine. Do you want to grab it? You just click F. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you try to pick it up, it connects you to your Steam. <laughs> God damn. That'd be but rough. Two minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, as a, as a game developer, uh, they often like do new things, like new guns, a bit overpowered. So a lot of people will play with them and try them out yeah, and yeah, get yeah. a and lot of stats. So I, I think intentionally, like Blue Hole made the QBC slightly stronger than the other ARs just to get people to play with it yeah, I mean exactly. that, I think that is a good way to balance out a new gun make it a little bit too good and then nerf it down a bit mm-hmm. yeah. it's like so common yeah. like I, I'm surprised I'm surprised when people don't do it yeah. developers don't I mean it was like playing <laughs> play, playing League of Legends the first season oh new character oh okay you can now pentakill alone yeah it kills everything <laughs> yeah. yeah and then, and yeah, then, then within, then within one down. patch no one plays them because what's the point? Yeah, you can't exactly. kill yeah. everything. <laughs> they, so, exactly. Like, they do that in, with Rainbow Six Siege yeah. as well. Yeah. We'll release some operators and then nerf them yeah. like a month later. I mean, it's but, a good way to do it. I think. I agree. I actually, I think it's the perfect way to yeah. do it. it yeah, because it makes it keeps people interested in the game. I mean, every anyone can choose or pick up those weapons, and so it's not a huge imbalance in the short term. Yeah. And then once people get used to it, they just nerf it a little, and it's kind of back and in, into its balance. So yes, yes, no yes. problem. All right, that's enough about that. I don't think I have any more to add, especially since this is probably our third time talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the main topic today, we're going to be talking about team dynamics and morale. Just a few points to cover about it. So this is like a, about how to keep a good team spirit and a good morale or yeah well i guess it's just how to communicate and how to have fun probably the easiest way to put it you know because i think we've all been playing with in in a game and you kind of get to a point where you just aren't having fun anymore that is a good point like what is when you're playing with like maybe new people or with your normal squad and so on what is having fun this round i mean have all the squad members on the same page because I, I had had some games when I'm like, oh, I really want to try hard this game. I want to win, and then mm-hmm. we land and people are starting throwing stun grenades. And I mean, I'm, I'm not, that <laughs> is a viable <laughs> way to win. All right, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm fine with that. But when I'm in the mindset of, oh, I, I want to try hard this game, and yeah, then some yeah. people are try, starting to do. But but I mean that is often because I haven't said anything about me wanting to exactly. fire that game. So that I mean that is on me. Yeah. Well, communication is that out. the most yeah. important thing, and you need to make it clear. You can't be like, oh, all right, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're talking about morale and basically how to enjoy playing with other people. Sometimes, honestly, first thing I want to say is. I would jump on this game and sometimes I just need space and I just go to solos. I don't jump in the discord. I just play by myself. Like sometimes 
I just don't want to be around people in this game. And I think that this what we're going to cover today is when you do want to be around people, how do you keep it fun? Yeah. And how do you how do you keep people engaged yeah. and not kind of sour the mood and and things like that. So um all right. That was a good primer and now we'll start getting yeah. into how to do this. I'll so, my first point. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it, Benny. Yeah. Okay, so my first note is um have a short break between games especially rough games and it happens happens to all of us you're in a house everything's fine and then someone one dude will come in with like whatever a ump and he'll wipe your whole squad and it sucks it's rough whatever but going straight into another game after that is no good for anyone because everyone's a bit down Mm. whatever so you just have a short break Mm. whatever have a joke or just play around and just mess about a bit so be it but Mm -hmm. no unless Mm -hmm. you're like trying to get a kd that's crazy or anything Who's going to care if you just hop in, you drive around or you have a shootout between your friends or whatever. Just take the break. It's good. It's fun. And then when you play the next game, you reset. You're good to go and you can try hard without worrying too much. I think this is a really good point. Even if you like, if you are playing a squad game and you die as a person, a lot of the times, a lot not of not as people... a person. <laughs> no, like no. a character as in a the player. game. But if you're dying as a person, <laughs> you have a bigger <laughs> concern. Don't die. But yeah, the as point I'm trying to make is that when you die, give the information that your squads needs to know. Then, if you are mad about something or angry, mute your mic, take a little break or something. Because a lot of the time, a lot, a lot of people and me included, sometimes rants about, "Oh, that was desync. How couldn't I see him?" Blah blah blah. And that might mm-hmm, disturb mm-hmm. the rest of the squad doing something else, trying mm-hmm. to kill another person. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dude, I, I want to mention something about that. Where I was um, on R six earlier with some friends, and I, I hadn't even joined their game yet. I was just getting set up, but they were in a game, and I jump in the Discord, and almost immediately I hear them like one by one go, "Ah, oh, fuck." And then, like, the next guy's like, shit! And then the next guy's like, same, like, thing. And they're just, like, you could tell you're just getting slaughtered. And, like, mm-hmm. I think I do that a lot, too. And especially in that game, where I have this kind of, like, automatic and strong native reaction to getting killed. Which, of course, is natural. But it's funny, like, the immediate effect it had on me was just, like, oh, man. Like, do I really want to be... Like stepping into this space yeah. where, I mean, it's when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, yeah, I think it's important to, to, to try to be a little bit graceful about it. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's it's hard when you're trying hard, but I think it's it's it does help keep the mood up a little bit if yeah. we watch kind of the way we react to things not going our way and giving credit where credits due. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah other players, which I think is a good way to do it. Yep. That um, is why I think I think uh, push to talk sometimes can be really good for this if you have a good button. But I mean, then it, especially of course if you want to try hard. I mean, then you, mm. you you hold the button when you want to say something useful. I mean, if you're playing mm. with the mic open all the time, people will hear mm. everything, and you, sometimes you can't control your mouth. Sometimes you get right. angry and say something that you really maybe don't want to say, but say, oh, Benny, why did you have to kill all four people in the car, car with a nade? <laughs> again, again, and I'm sure we mentioned this last time, it was an accident, I thought it was a smoke, okay? We've all been there. Something, Daniel, you were saying taking a break, no, Benny, you were saying taking a break is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. 
um, especially after a bad game. And it's funny because when I have a bad game, I almost feel more anxious to start the next one to have a good game. Yeah. Which is probably like, but it's bad. Like addictive, like textbook yeah. addictive behavior. You're going in but... stressed, <laughs> and it won't. It'll. It will affect your gameplay. It will. You'll go mm-hmm. in and you're like, I want to have a good game, mm-hmm. and then you won't play as well because you're so stressed about not dying and stuff. You just got to have the break. Mm-hmm. And when you do die in game, this is crucial. When you die in PUBG, mm-hmm. all right, and you're in a squad game, don't get mad. Just postpone it for two minutes and call out where they were, you know, what's going on. If you're knocked or even if you're dead, just tell them everything that you know when you died. And then you can go off, you know, don't get mm-hmm. mad immediately because that threat is still there and your team is still around, you know, just because you died doesn't yeah. mean you give up on them. You still got information to give mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I totally agree. Yeah. When I, when a, when a teammate dies and they just go like read news, which like sometimes you need a break, but it feels really good when they stick around and cause they can watch the map. They can call out circles. Yeah. yeah. When they the can circles see people you in, might not which see a lot is easy map. to leave, lose track yeah. of. That, yep. That's such a yep. good point. I mean, even if you die, you're still really useful for for your teammates being an, mm-hmm. some extra eyes or anything. I mean, there's a lot of times I've been playing and uh, some of my teammates died and they have helped me spotted some people and saved me afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really good mm-hmm. point. You're like, oh, another thing I wanted to say was customs, custom games adds a really nice flow or way to deal with doing the kind of like letting steam off oh yeah a thing because you can do battle royale a couple of times and then ultimately there's always going to be some frustrated people at the end of a battle royale because some people are going to die early typically yeah yeah and so it's fun to jump into a couple of war games after that and then you can everyone's ready to go back to battle royale after a couple of those so it's a fun balance there which we should probably do more of on non-custom nights just to kind of keep things lively, but I just love BR so much. It's yeah, hard for me, me to do it's more. It's like risk mm-hmm. versus reward. You know, You're, yeah. you get one life, yep, yep. but if you win, it's amazing. Whereas in war mode, it's just yeah. like I died, move on, like so be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even dying early is still a story to me in battle royale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas getting like dropping into a war game and getting killed. Right after no one's talking about their really war game story stories to me, <laughs> unless they've killed like thirty people <laughs> with like a P nineteen yeah, so eleven cool or something. the only one. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Okay. people out on being triggered so if someone's mad and mean? they're continuously mad and they're yelling and whatever else and they're not even yelling at you or they could be but they're yelling at the people who shot them like that's bs you know that's bullshit um yeah. it's it's not a good environment and you don't need it like mm-hmm. i get it if they're mad okay. that they got headshot or something but p- you don't need people yelling yeah, at you cool. or yelling to res or whatever it's you, you're playing your game that you, they're playing theirs. Even if you're on the squad, they don't get to call you out and boss you around. 
you know, and you need to make that clear mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. start. Don't get bossed around by people, and especially mm-hmm. on the Discord. If people are being rude yeah. on the right. Discord, message me or message Robin yeah. or Daniel or right. someone, and we'll sort it out. Because yeah, if yeah. you guys are afraid to play with I someone in the Discord, that. that's not acceptable. Have you guys ever? Have you guys run into that on on our Discord? No, uh, no. I've run into uh, one or two. I think I just had a private word to them. It was all all sorted. It was just, yeah. normally it's Private just word. Man, man, you sound like a, a scary teacher. Yeah, right. But you know, I think I just it's just mo- mostly it's just differences in how people play. And when they realize yeah. that there is a difference, then they recognize it and they go, "Yeah, right, that's fair enough." You know, but they just yeah. without yeah, no, I mean, someone telling them, they're not going to change their behavior. So you just got to in yeah. the best way to make a good environment is to solve it early. Yeah. So. Good work, man. Yeah, yeah. I think glad we like made you a moderator. You you've said it a lot of times that, that you're proud of your Discord. I mean, I, I really love this place. You can just jump into a room with new people, and they are really welcoming and nice. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a no, good place. I mean, no, pe- yeah, pe- yeah, people get people get angry sometimes when they play, and maybe they rant about it. Mm. Uh, yeah for long but i mean that that is natural man yeah (laughs) yeah one caveat i want to add is like i don't i don't want to advocate for being bossy but i have advocated a lot for leader driven yes yes. um that's a democratic decision and on that one Mm, to 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 i guess it's a democratic decision for everyone to say hey let's let's choose a leader and and do that model for this game And like I'm all about like people being serious and giving me a direct order to do something if I've signed up for that. Yeah. And so I think that's it's it's kind of hard to get people to sign up for. I always feel weird because I'm always ready to like play that, yeah. but I want to share. I want to rotate leaders, and a lot of people aren't willing to lead. No. And yeah. so a lot of pressure. I would. I'm. I'm. This is my ask. Everyone out there who plays with us. Um, Try to find that part of you, the part of you that wants to try different tactics and yes. strategies and, and try to find kind of just the willingness to to lead a squad now and then um, and to try to try some of those plans out. No one's going to be mad at you if we no. lose. I'm excited. What gets me excited is just playing as a unit. I, the, our goal could be to get from the east side of the island to the west island, the west side, and as fast as we can. I don't care. It can be totally inane. But the... The teamwork is what gets me. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm excited about. Same. I, if we're all just wandering around, like picking up grenades and yeah. waiting for the you circle just gotta to make hit sure us, like, that gets boring. So it's like yeah. done beforehand. I mean, I, you know, it's like we're gonna choose yes. a leader. This is the leader. It's not like I'm the leader, mm-hmm. and now you guys gotta listen to me. You make sure it's a, a group decision, mm-hmm. not just yeah. someone I, being bossy. I mean, I'd mm-hmm. rather take shitty calls actually than no calls, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of times, with sometimes with when you play with people. Uh, you like r- run around and you just follow someone that is the most aggressive one. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, so I rather like yeah. uh, having someone telling me what to do. I, I, that's, yeah. That's kind and of nice, it, yeah. it makes it easier for everyone to know what's going on because there's yeah. a clear set of instructions from one person and it <laughs> makes, it's actually probably mm-hmm. better than having, in some situations, than having a discussion because there's no hesitation. You know, it's like, do we run for the blue because the blue's coming in or do we stay and fight? It's like, and the mm-hmm, blue's already mm-hmm. moving in in that time. It's like, all right, we're going because that's it. I've decided. Yeah. And we just move from there. Yeah. We're going to talk more about the leadership thing later. I want to get into that for sure. But we both had points on communications, Benny, to add to these notes. Mm. Um, well, that's because I actually put my notes in first. the document and you hid yours somewhere else and put them <laughs> in at the last minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't even put any notes in. The classic Daniel. <laughs> Depends on the deep voice. But, what a strat. My, no, but my opinion is <laughs> what you pay me for, guys. And my what? Swedish What? There's accents. payment? The Swedish accent. Oh, you yeah. did? You, you, the Swedish accent. You don't get paid for this? No. Oh, oh sorry. I thought I, it was a charity case. Me neither. Case. Me, oh, no, no, me, no, me, no. neither me neither. On his deathbed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm taking on Juna's cap this week. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Comms. Oh, was this me or is this you? Who wrote this? I think the first one is you. Yeah, I wrote this. All right. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. And most people do it, especially if you play a lot. You should be doing it. It's If you're not, you'll realize quick enough because your team will die immediately. But if you're on a hill and there's someone there and you go, he's right there. Or if you die and you go, he's to your right, it's useless. <laughs> you know? Because people are going to be swinging around looking at it in like a 90 degree area for someone's head or something. But clear, concise mm-hmm. call outs mm-hmm. are beautiful. If you go like northeast, 175. Someone's going to arc mm-hmm. up at me because I know 175 is in northeast, yeah. but um, here, then you <laughs> will be able to look directly in that direction and look within a very small area for someone, and it makes it much easier to do. Yes. It's very Yes, important. and I like that, that, that format of giving the coordinate direction and then a degree. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. sometimes people will say something like 230, and it'll take me a moment to figure oh, yeah. out which coordinate that's I get my in, fingers out. I start counting. Kind of I'm like, oh, the 5, math. 10, yeah. 15, slowly turning around. Like, God. Which is, it's it's really interesting to me because right now it's really easy for me to think of where 235 is. But I think that when you're playing a game and you're, you're putting yourself in this 3D environment and you're trying to keep track of a lot of things, the part of our brain that's trying to make sense of that number it's very heavily utilized yeah. at that moment yeah. and it's, it's hard for it to switch gears sometimes. And so giving someone that, that double layered information, if you give someone the general direction, <laughs> like North or South, and then the degree, yeah. that's cardinal, that's cardinal direction. It gives them two different things that they can, they can try to process. Yeah. And it's not too much that they're overloaded, but they'll, they'll be able to figure it out pretty quite fast. Um, so another thing I wanted to say about that is it's good this is something i want to try more it sounds i don't know if i'm going to do this <laughs> i think it's a good idea but when we're running around as a squad let's say it's mid game and we've kind of like we looted up or who knows it doesn't matter what we're doing but practice calling out to your teammates where things are or even just calling out a simple thing like which direction you're heading and what angle it is and I, I've done this a little bit where I'm saying, oh, it looks like we're going due south right now. So if I say someone's on our right, that's going to be west, guys. Or if I say someone's west, that's going to be on our right, vice versa, mm-hmm. you know? Just so that it gets everyone kind of into that spatial mindset so that if a callout does happen, they're that much more ready to process that and, and know what it means instead of having to do some, like, conversions in their head yeah. and, and, like, figure out where they're at. So keeping bearings from moment to moment is something I'm practicing. And I think making callouts during the game, um, pre- especially if it's about something somewhat meaningful, that's preferred. But even callouts about unmeaningful things, I think if it helps people keep their bearings is actually a good thing. Yeah, 100%. So, even when you're moving around, mm-hmm. just go prisons west yeah. or yep. whatever. I mean, this, mansions north. This and is, then a, really, this is um, a really good practice thing if you if you have a squad that you're playing with a lot. I think this is a good yeah. way to practice communication. 
And I like the thing that you wrote right, right under, like, callouts are good. Someone has been, has writing. Yep. Yeah, that's I mean, that is, that, that's so easy, but it's so, and simple, but it's, yeah. Callouts are better than not callouts. Yeah. <laughs> it's important like, to, yeah. it, to stay calm. You know, yeah. if someone's shooting at you and you just start yelling out, he's right there, it's not useful. If you take yeah. a breath and say, direction, blah, 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 it's more useful. Because otherwise it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you got to just be calm at all times. Yeah, and practice pra- practice the callouts. I mean, all, all the time, all the time. And I mean, one way to practice it is like to comment when you're playing solo and like talk about what, what, what you're going to do. Like, oh, I'm going to do this now. And oh, there's a person right over there, 235. Like mm-hmm. most of the streamers is doing when they are playing. Yeah. That is a good way of doing practicing call out. I mean, they are giving out too much information for a squad game, but it's it's like an art to be able to communicate while you're in a fight and communicate right, good. Right. And you need to practice yeah. doing that like a lot to get familiar to it. You can go that exactly. that so. little bit further if you have that down, and you can yeah put in how far away they are, and you can either go like. Northeast 175 close or like North yeah. 175 far. Or you could do meters, you know, because it is important. If someone shoots you and they're right there, then they're a threat to the team. But if they've headshot you from 300 meters away and you know that, then it's probably just as easy as pop a smoke, res yeah. and move, you know, like it's, yeah. it's important to know where they should, how they should deal with stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I think- mean, doing the call out instead of taking the shot is always going to increase your chances. Unless someone is like 10 feet in front of you and, and loading <laughs> you up with a shotgun yeah. or whatever. Taking a moment, ma- making the call out so you have a lot of backup and people can assist you is going to be more advantageous to you yeah. than just engaging and hoping your team can figure it out, which it probably won't for a few yeah. seconds, you know, <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. So. I, th- I think one, one last point on call outs uh, is. I think it's good to name buildings, especially like on the different maps. Have name for different types of buildings uh, mm-hmm. to help you communicate. Because if you're in a city and you're fighting, and there is four houses close to each other and they all look pretty much the same or a bit different, it can be quite hard. Oh, he's in the left window of the third house mm-hmm. from the left. But if you have like, oh, he's in the camp temple or he is the guard building, or he's in the Winner, winner building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make some names for the buildings or, yeah. Yeah. It helps Good. a lot. Now, here's something. The thing that made me inspired to actually talk about coordination and how it relates to morale is actually this point I'm about to make, which is that the flip side of a call out is somebody else listening to it. Yeah. And, and actively listening to it in a way that makes the person who made the call out know that what they said was heard and also know if if applicable that that call out is being acted upon in mm. some way. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I said earlier, the coordination part of this game is what really like makes me tick and when I'm doing squadrons like that's what I'm excited yeah. about. Like I don't want to carry the team and just go kill everyone on my own. I want to feel like I'm part of a unit and we're doing something together yes. and and so when somebody when I make a call out and I say something I don't know, let's say there's an airdrop um, north over this hill that's 200 meters out, and I, there's just radio silence from the other three people on my squad. I'm like I'm thinking like 
are these people listening to like Rhythmbot? Are these people they're all Robin. like everyone there like is Robin managing their lyrics? Like, what is happening? Like, are we going yeah. for it? Are we not? Like, what is? Are, what does that mean? Like, so to me, knowing that people are listening to me and are, are willing to coordinate with me is like huge. Mm. And if if I get too many radio silences on things, I start to get kind of demoralized. And so, mm. even a simple Someone, I'm not saying everyone has to respond with a plan every time, but it's really nice if someone just says um, affirmative or copy that or or even a follow-up question like, yeah. okay, should we go for it yeah. kind it's, of thing it's, it's um, just so they're engaged. Why we play the game? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just imagine this, all right? Mm-hmm. Everyone close your eyes and imagine this. You're out in a field or in a forest and you get shot, all right? You see him, he's... 200 meters away, he's behind a tree. You get shot. You get knocked, you get behind a tree. And all you do is you call out. He's 200 meters southwest, you know, what, 205 or whatever. And then your team goes, yep, yep, mm-hmm. I'm flanking. And you know from there that your team has listened to what you, you've, they've said and they're acting on the person mm-hmm. and they're probably going to raise you because they know that mm-hmm. the person is that direction so they know where the cover is and they can move to flank and to res easily enough. And it's so much better than you get shot... Right. And then, you know, everything's a bit hectic and everyone goes, oh, you died? Like, why didn't you say anything? It's like, well, I did. I, I told you. I told you I got knocked. I told you where they were. <laughs> but you guys have got distracted by the kills and not, like, focusing on the whole situation. It's, it's nice yeah. when people mm-hmm. just listen at all times. It's it's good. Agreed. Yeah. All right. You guys just remember that when we're playing later. No, yes. I'm kidding. You guys are good at this. It's you, Robin. <laughs> it's you. You're like, Benny, you're knocked? What are you doing on the ground? It's like, what? <laughs> you did that yourself, right? There's not like an yeah. enemy or anything. I saw the enemy, then I threw a nade at my feet and knocked myself. That was a strap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this next one is just understanding. It says, understanding that staying tight is more beneficial in close quarters than spreading out. Totally agree. Yep. It's so easy to get knocked in close quarters and then finished off. If... Your your room your um your squad mate could literally be in the next room, but if they're not pretty close, kind of with you, I like really tight buddy systems yeah. when yeah. we're in close quarters. Um, so well, there's there's two types yeah. of players. There's ones that will knock people and wait and like kill the whole squad and get the whole finally killed thing, and there's people who will knock you and kill you immediately. And if you're not in mm-hmm. a buddy system, if you're out by yourself in like in like um, Roshock or wherever, and you die and you get knocked, they will kill you. They don't care. You're by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. free loot. But if you've got a buddy system, yep. they're more worried about the second person that's rushing up the stairs yep. than they are about finishing you. And then you guys have a chance of getting out of there alive. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, and if they do waste the attention and ammo on finishing that that teammate off, that second person's going to kill. Yeah. You. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty much guaranteed. So, Th- so. there, there's actually a lot of the time when I play duos or squads, uh, if my, some of my teammates get downed or I get downed and they are trying to finish me off, we're able to kill the rest of the squad because they are focusing everyone on getting yeah. the kill. And then mm-hmm. we can walk in and get them instead. And yeah, yep. yeah, it sucks. We lose one member, but they lose the whole game. So yeah. And that's exactly, that's a vulnerability for them. And most people, I think, do that. Most yeah. people are going to go for the immediate kill instead of waiting for who's next. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, sharing. This one's obvious. Basically, 
there's a couple of ways to do it, but calling out what you need is the best way to do it. And also, if you have enough room in your backpack, just carry useful items that that you're not even if you don't need them and you're not planning on using them. If you think someone on your squad might use them, we've talked about that before on the show. Yeah, um, still important. Use early game. Mm-hmm, definitely use early game to grab. Just yep, exactly. So uh, coordination and leadership. So this is a point I added, and basically this is kind of what we were riping on earlier about. If people are ready to opt in for some kind of a leader, that decisions and direction can be made much more quickly mm-hmm. in a game, and it's it's fun. It's it, I think it's actually crucial for some types of play. Yeah. Um. I don't think unless a a, a carry package lands right on top of you, no one's gonna get any crate drops unless someone is like really set on it and is leading a team and telling people to be ready. Yeah. which I've, I've seen a lot of. So if, if you want to create chase, everyone needs to be within a few a couple of buildings of a car. Yeah. And you need to tell people that, you know, be ready to get to your car so we can chase this, these crates when they come and um, then call out the crates when they do come. And that all needs a, a leader to kind of like push that along. Because mm. otherwise yeah. people hem and haw too long. Yeah. And then you're going to be getting there late and people don't want to get to a crate late so you don't end up doing Not it. Exactly. And so, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What else did I want to say about that? Oh, basically that I think that we use this term try hard a lot on the show. And I think what it means most of the time, the kind of bare minimum of what it means is that everyone who's playing and try supposedly try harding is trying hard to be tactical in a, a personal way, meaning the personal tactics that they're employing is going to be somewhat cautious and that they're going, they're playing in a way that they want to win the game and they're not being sloppy and they're not doing silly things. Okay. Mm. But I think that that's not enough when it comes to playing on a squad that playing on a squad, if you're try harding, there really needs to be some amount of coordination um, to to make that try hard successful. Otherwise, I think this can actually lead to a fair amount of frustration. Oh, yeah. It does for me, where everyone's trying hard on their own, but nobody um, is, is leading, which is a hard thing. I mean, I have to acknowledge that I don't want to throw around the term leadership like it's trivial. I think it's a difficult thing to do um, mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, because you need people to buy in. And also, it's just hard to sometimes be willing to assert influence um, over other people in the game, especially when gaming can feel like a pretty casual environment. Yeah. And so it's it's a balance of of getting people or, or finding people, I guess, and, and seeing if people are willing to do that and then coordinating things in such a way that it's still fun to do yeah. um, and not, not feeling serious and too stressful. So I just wanted to talk about two really quick ways that a team can be coordinated without a lot of overhead and a lot of need for filling the channels, the voice channels with a bunch of communication. Um, the first one is the buddy system. And for squads, this works really well where you have two people buddy up and they stick close together and then two other people buddy up and they stick close. And the idea is that those two buddy units don't worry a whole lot about the squad as a whole. And I'm not saying they go to like different cities I'm just saying that when they're making call, like they move together and they think together and they, they're they moving through the map together in a way so that when one makes a call out, 
they're really aware of their partner is really aware of what they are doing. So when they make the call out, they know what it means when they say that rock in front of me. Yeah. Right. So if otherwise, if, if we're in a squad and I say, Oh, they're at that rock in front of me, there's three other people and they might be facing totally other directions. First, they have to find me. Then they have to look at where I'm looking, (laughs) which might take a minute. They might not even be able to see me. And so if you have a buddy, that's not as true. The buddy, it knows where you are because they're playing tight with you and it's immediately known what rock would be in front of you. So this gets this is a way to get away with sloppy callouts. Actually, <laughs> is to do a buddy system and to stay tight. Yeah. Um, staying tight kind of gets rid of the need of being really specific in terms of these location callouts, which have a cost. As I said earlier, it's a spatial game, and doing the math of figuring out which direction from which player in a squad is a lot. It's a yeah. lot to think about. And so I think buddy system is actually the most efficient way to deal with it. And then the other buddies, let's say we, we're engaged, uh, me and Daniel, and I can tell Benny and his partner, oh, we're engaging people north of us. And that's enough information for them to kind of figure it out fairly quickly about yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So, all right. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys do the buddy system much? Um, um, in squads? Only with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it depends like it's like if i'm with with daniel for example when if it's like me daniel and then two others in the discord who we might not play with as much maybe me and daniel will group up and then we'll like say so say we're searching houses or something searching a town we'll group up yeah. and we'll move through the town because me and daniel mm, play with each perfect. other quite a bit and we we know like you know each other's lingo whatever call outs yeah. and we'll get there to save the other hopefully well probably not but yeah. you know the thoughts <laughs> there you know it's a thought that counts so yeah. but i think it's important <laughs> to be comfortable with the person you buddy up with you know you, you can't have uh i don't want to say conflicting views too much but you need to agree on stuff because you're yeah. moving yeah. as pretty much a two-man squad in a form as you know yeah. what i mean so you can't be like oh let's go here let's argue the whole yep. time you need to just be consistent with what you're doing mm-hmm. totally I think the the buddy system commitment is one of the most serious commitments you'll make. Yeah, it's marriage in that hour. Yeah. It's basically marriage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Daniel if you got commit married, to your buddy. Yeah. And so, le- sorry, you leave Annie. your buddy. <laughs> you leave your buddy bleeding out in the second floor of that apartment, three buildings down. All right. Like yeah. that's that's not good karma. Right. You know that mm-hmm. that buddy is going to be pissed. They're going to be dropping that nade on you or in your UAZ with you the next game. Um, so yeah, well, what do you think happened to Arjuna? Honor your like, buddy. Arjuna let someone Don't bleed forget out about your buddy. Now, so you got to be careful, guys. Yeah, I really think the buddy system is a good way of yeah. playing the game, and especially if you pair it with the next point you have, I think. Which it's the I more casual can, way of yeah. doing group coordination, I think. You know, yeah, like it's I mean, it, you're coordinated, but you're not sweating yeah. tryharding you're just coordinated in a good way yep i agree it, it's kind of a loose way to do it but it's still actually very yeah. organized in a way I'm, yeah. yeah it's it's a good it's my first preference i think yeah. um and it, it still requires a little bit of buy-in people yeah. have to want to do it um, yeah. but actually only one other person on the squad needs to do it if two people want to do lone wolf and then there's two people want to buddy up on the squad that's still better than nothing yeah, yeah. um all right. Yes. The next system is th- just a squad leader uh, or leader leader based coordination, which is 
someone can elect themselves to lead or someone what i usually do is i just say hey let's do let's do some leaders or let's have a squad leader on this one to make things move along and then i'll ask the people i'm playing with hey does anyone want to lead this one yeah and 80 percent of the time people say no (laughs) (laughs) which is when robin steps up does anyone want to do it oh and then i'm like well i've got a plan (laughs) Yeah, I still think you're pretty and, good at that, Robin. Like I've, yeah. I've been playing with you sometimes when you say that and you do that in a really good way, so people don't feel the pressure. I think, and some of the times wow. people people do it, and I think that is yeah. an excellent way of like challenging people to at least try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that is and I, right is really good. Well, it's like anything. Thanks, man. Isn't it? Yeah, I appreciate that. It's like it's a skill. Like when you joined PUBG, you weren't headshotting a whole squad from 500 meters away. And the way to get better at being a squad leader is to be a squad leader. No one's going to care yeah. if yeah, you make exactly. a bad decision. Because exactly. it's all RNG pretty much, you know? Like you, yeah. you don't know in fact, where it's going to go. So, In fact, maybe a better first question, and instead of um, instead of saying who wants to be, anyone want to be squad leader, is to actually say, hey, let's. do you guys want to do a squad leader rotation where we take turns yeah. leading? Yeah. And then literally just rotate through people, yeah. and everyone gets a turn. And then the pressure's kind of off. People don't have to step up to the plate because that feels weird to be like, "Oh yeah, I'll lead this one." Sometimes that feels weird, yeah. right? It feels immodest, or yeah. or like maybe you're just not ready for that pressure. And it's it's almost better to be in a rotation, which I've done with some people before, and it's cool. It's really you actually learn a lot about the other people you play with by seeing what's important to them yeah. and seeing Their thought patterns are very um, how they lead a match yeah, and how they yep. move as well. And then you start Crazy. to see, yeah, yeah. You see kind of who's more conservative as a player, who's more aggressive. And then you start to understand, okay, when I give these orders, that might kind of, they might not be as excited about that, you know, mm. and this is, you know, getting to know their style. So you get to learn a lot about your team when you take turns. So yeah. that that's a good idea. Just rotate leadership. It's awesome. It's really fun to see what people do. And it's actually a good way to create little themes. Last week, our challenge for the show was to always go for the middle of the circle. And so I was kind of asking if my squad wanted to do that a couple of times this oh, yeah. last week. And people that. people were willing to do it. And it was really fun. And and you can use your turn as squad leader to do whatever the hell you want. That's exactly. part of the agreement. Exactly. That's part of the agreement. It's like, all right, this time we're going to grab a boat and we're going to try to <laughs> circumnavigate the map. Okay? Like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> if anyone, um, everyone, if anyone suggests that, do not listen to them. It's a bad idea. You will run <laughs> out of fuel a- every time you try. It would be a, a <laughs> fairly boring match, to be honest. But um, in Sandhawk, what would be actually fun is to go through the whole river system. Like at least t- like go through each river. Oh, it is. Right? It's actually that's um, good. Do that one. That's fun. Yeah, it's that sounds. There's fun. little tropical islands. I don't know They're if you're beautiful. gonna survive, but it's gonna be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people, you can try novel things, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. You guys have any wrap up thoughts on teamwork and morale? No, man, I just I think encourage. Yeah, just be be more like you can try hard, but it is a game. So don't you know just. Be more relaxed yeah. about it. Don't yeah. yell at your screen. All right, mm-hmm. it's you're not. Stay it's cool. not helping. Stay yeah, cool. I have the I have the perfect ending for this. Be the change you want to see in the world. Oh, dude, oh, so you deep. know I'm I'm 32. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> I'm just outing myself as an old guy, but you know it's like we learn about early on. I learned about the power 
of my own my own power to affect the yeah. the experience I'm having, right? Like I can yeah. I can control my own attitude. I can kind of like either make the best or worst of an experience. And sometimes I still just get sucked down into like, like I hate this game. I want to like, bleh, I like get caught in these little patterns. And lately, I've been a little bit better at reminding myself to kind of yeah. don't get don't get sucked down into little like negative vortexes. And like, you know, we have the ability to step back and take a breath and remember we're here to like enjoy mm. the company of our yeah. squad mates and have fun with the game. And so this is my reminder to yeah. myself. To yeah. do that, that's as good, well Roman. As... That's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really have to start with the man in the mirror. Oh my God. <laughs> are you getting these off the internet? Where are you getting these from? Uh, Daniel's a subscribed to really Deep good, Quotes Weekly. Oh, I, I had the urge to like sing Michael Jackson songs. No, no, no. Private Discord only. What? Cut this, Robin. Cut you all know, this out. All right. <laughs> I just want to. I want to use this moment actually to acknowledge WTF Moses, um, who I've never talked to. I have no relationship with whatsoever. I've watched some of his videos, but he was the first video game content creator that I watched who talked about personal issues and how they relate to how we play the game. Yeah, and he good. he talked about anxiety or stress or something like that. And and how to manage it during gameplay, and yep. we've actually talked a lot about that on the show. And I thought he did a fairly good job of of addressing that in a much shorter time than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to acknowledge him, just for being kind of a leader and yeah. and for being willing to bring up those topics. Because I I, th- I really honestly that I think this show and watching some other content creators um, has changed the way I think about gaming culture. And, and made me it's made me see that there's room for talking about personal matters in the way that they interplay with with game and enjoying yeah. games so um i'm happy that we're able to do that and i hope our listeners i'm sure I, I know that a lot of our listeners appreciate that so let's keep doing it that's it guys for teamwork and coordination looks like someone made me a challenge no, it's mode. bad oh. i'm taking it back it's bad we're not doing it. it needs more practice Oh, I've got one. I've got one. All right. This is something. So for the challenge mode for this week, I haven't put a lot of thought into this. I just thought about it while we were doing the show. This is not going to be great. And it's not going to be good. You're going to hate it. But I think I'm really curious to see what would happen if we played in retreat mode. Every time we, we have an encounter... We work as hard as we can to retreat and get away. Like, I'm really curious how that would play out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Like, you see people, you go the other way. You, like, smoke, like, do a smoke screen and just book it. (laughs) Middle of school, drop six smokes, run. (laughs) Just jump out the windows. I think that is an excellent challenge, actually, because, I mean, a lot of the time people take too many fights so yeah. maybe mm-hmm. it would be a good change to take no fights oh actually <laughs> exactly good, that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like wh- so, how is this gonna lead to us getting the late game more? I've, uh, I, i'm almost certain i've that done this before i played a game without yeah. a gun um i just ran around mm. i looted no gun uh, plenty of fights just me running into fields mostly but uh i hit mm-hmm. top two and i had a pan and let me tell you when you're top two and you only have a pan you regret not picking up a gun. But, like, it was good <laughs> to realize that you don't have to fight at all. Like, I could have done it. I could have yeah. killed one person and won the game. And I was in plenty uh-huh. of fights. I all just right. ran away. But, yeah, it's crazy. Nice. All right, guys. Tonight, let's do it. Let's do a pacifist yeah. game. 
and then let's try like a retreat game as well i want to try that so that's the challenge mode aside from that i'm just going to tell you guys how to reach us if you want to give us any feedback you can of course join our discord which is the preferred way where you can just game with us and talk to us and then you can reach us at winnerpodcast at gmail.com which arjuna definitely checks at more than i do i've never checked it so he's he's kind of the front man there (laughs) i wonder if i honestly don't know if we get emails i think people just join the discord honestly if they want to yeah just come chat we're all there yeah you can support us via patreon at patreon.com slash winner podcast or just go to patreon and search for winner podcast and we'll pop right up there and then of course our music uh, during the introduction to our show and also during the outro is done by the Gazelles. Heroes. That's a local group here in Eugene. They're awesome. Um, Tim, who plays with us, is actually one of the members of the band. And cool. Plays PUBG exclusively with the ukulele. You've never seen something so impressive in my life. It's crazy. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Um, and I am signing off. Robin out. See you guys. Daniel out. Take care.